Are we better off in Ontario today than we were a year ago? Doug Ford opponents will say no, but their noise does not tell the whole story. Ford was swept into power, winning 40% of the popular vote on an austerity mandate, but austerity is much easier in theory than reality. And it will never be okay with the unions that are all too happy to make a fuss and will continue to be fussed until they get their gravy train back on track. Ford's first year has been a mix of chaos and ambition. They sat 22 days longer in year one than previous governments and passed 20 bills. Their mandate was clear, wipe out the $11.7 billion deficit with no ministry spared. Ford cut red tape for businesses, made changes to hydro, and made it easier for municipalities to get housing built, and also uploaded an ambitious transit plan that, if built, will be a legacy piece for Ford. He's also set a new tone on spending, interrupting the reckless champagne splurges, putting bureaucracies on notice that less will be more under Ford. And despite the hysteria, he has not fired frontline workers. Instead, they've actually spent more on health and education. And yet the unions still demand more. All we get is noise, noise over trees, libraries, sex ed, cap and trade. Ford says yes. Opposition says no. Unions lose their mind. Rinse, recycle, repeat. Who to believe? Well, don't believe the spin, and that's what's drowning out Ford's message. In turn two, Ford's going to need to take back the narrative. The union's opposition will bring Ford a fight even when he's not looking for one, so why hand it to them? In their rush to clean up the books, Ford's created needless chaos with self-inflicted wounds. Without question, the autism file needs a do-over. After decades of neglect, this file's been a disaster. These people were promised help, so find the money and fix it. On this one, Ford cannot go wrong admitting a mistake and then correcting it with compassion. Beer Liberty's great, and it'll be a giant feat if Ford can do what others were too scared to do. But they're wasting a lot of political capital, boasting about low-hanging fruit that really isn't a priority for those struggling to get by. In year two, Ford should slow his roll, get it right the first time. If every announcement his government makes is rolled back because they blink at the noise, Opponents will simply make more noise. And with a summer promising deafening labor action, Ford's got to find a way to cut through that noise or the opposition will just keep writing the false headlines. Ford's got time and the mandate to get Ontario back on track. During this break, he's got to take a step back, recalibrate and fix what's not working. Either Ford drives his own agenda or it will be driven for Ford. And I say it's time to grease that squeaky, whiny wheel. And that is my point on point for this Friday, June the 7th. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the great white north and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.